Hey, this is Ray Hyde Cornell of Chiron Consulting and Cornell Content Marketing. And if you really want to learn how to level up your life, you should be listening to the Time to Shine Today podcast with my good friend, Scott Ferguson. Let's level up. Time to Shine Today podcast, Varsity Squad. This is Scott Ferguson. We're at episode 302 with my really good friend, freelance extraordinaire. She'll teach you how to level up your life, whether it's business, health, happiness, through freelance living, and her name's Ray Hyde Cornell. Um, she is absolutely fantastic, wise beyond her years. Our conversation was just fantastic with regards to her knowledge and the psychology of people's minds to help them level up and understand that you know freelancing, that if you want to be a freelancer, it's a lifestyle. It's not a job. It's not something you have to do. It is actually a lifestyle, and you got to love doing it. And if you're looking to go that route with freelance, then please, please listen to this episode, and we can also make a nice warm introduction to Ray. So without further ado, here's my really good friend who's going to help you embrace your natural abilities and level up your freelance career, Ray Hyde Cornell. Let's level up. Time to shine today. Podcast RC Squad. This is Scott Ferguson, and I love my next guest. She's fantastic. She's from the awesome, awesome state of Texas. And believe it or not, if you're watching, she has been self-employed for 15 years. She doesn't look like uh, a day over 22, 23 years old, but this young lady really is chock full of wisdom. She's going to drop some serious knowledge nuggets on you. And again, like I said, Ray Hyde Cornell has been self-employed for 15 years from being a solo copywriting writer to building a full-service content marketing agency. Her experience spans countless industries and types of writing. Today, she teaches aspiring freelancers how to build healthier, happier businesses so they can enjoy stable, reliable income doing what they love. And she just she's a published author now, Squad, the complete step-by-step process. And we're going to have a book giveaway, but you have to listen to the end to get the giveaway. So, Miss Ray, thank you for coming on. Please introduce yourself to the Time to Shine Today podcast for RC Squad. But first, what's your favorite color and why? Oh, well, I think uh, just take one look at me and you can guess. Blue. <laughs> I didn't notice your hair when we were all yeah, Half my Whoa. hair is blue. <laughs> that is cool, man. And like, look at your marketing with the Cornell yep. content marketing. It's it's blue as well. That's fantastic. And it fits you. It's in your color wheel, right? And yep. And exactly. I'm literally looking at the Atlantic Ocean right now, and it is really blue, and I'm well, loving it. So there we go. And that's why I love blue. It's it's a yeah. nice, stoic, strong, soothing color, but it at is. the same time, it instills confidence, and that's yes. really what I try to do for my clients as well. So Absolutely. Okay, my friend, let's get to the roots a little bit of where you were and what got you to where you are and how you're helping people level up. Yeah, so I've, I've been freelancing since I was old enough to even think about having a job. And um, over the years, you know, I went through what we're all supposed to do. I got the good grades in high school, even though, and you can read the, about this in my book if you so choose, but dropped out of high school, went to college early, um, went into the corporate, very corporate mental health world and used my three degrees to nestle into this niche in the mental health industry of being a counselor in the prison system. And I just totally burned out. I hated (laughs) being an employee. I was a terrible employee. (laughs) And so I just 
even though as a great student, I knew that being beholden to some company, some corporation was not for me. And so I threw myself full time into what had carried me through school, carried me through life, which was freelance writing. Wow. And so I I didn't hear, did you go to college for, for freelance writing? No, I went to college for psychology. So I have a bachelor's degree in psychology, a master's in professional clinical counseling and marriage and family therapy, and a master's in criminology. So you're blue hair, don't care, and a smarty pants. What you're saying, (laughs) right? Love it. Love it. I I, I love that. So what got you into the freelance writing then? You know, it was really a natural ability. It was something that I was always good at, words. Mm -hmm. Writing was something that came naturally to me. I feel like everybody has that natural thing. For some people, it's athleticism. For some people, it's art. For some people, it's writing. For some people, it's speaking. Everyone has a natural thing. And that just became my comfort zone. It became my creative outlet. And when I went to school, well, college at 17, I needed to get a job on campus. And that's where Mm -hmm. I started was writing content for the individual department's uh, websites and doing their coding and things like that. And it just, it stuck. Wow. Wow. That, that, that's amazing. Because I do get stuck writing. I, I can really speak. So like I, we spoke off mic and when I'm writing my book, I actually talk and yeah. then I start typing it out and, and put a story frame around that, mm-hmm. which, uh, which is kind of my question of how do you help uh, do you work with freelance writers only, or is that your niche, if you will? That's a great question. No, I work with anybody who would consider themselves as self-employed creative. I also work with people who they're in corporate America, they're in a traditional job, maybe at a small business, a large business, and they want to do something new and, and creative and something that's just for them. And so a lot of my clients are actually in their 40s, 50s, and 60s, and they're going through a career change and they want to be freelance something. And so I help them figure out what that natural talent really is, because when you can tap into that, it's almost like this endless source of energy. You never get tired of it. Sure. Yeah. And when you say the the, the freelance, is it so, so people have um, a, a career or a job, or are they looking to freelance themselves as writers for other companies? Or I'm just really yeah. trying to really unpack that part. Yeah, typically they have a traditional job, but they want to leave that job completely and be completely self-employed. So I work with freelance writers, designers, photographers, branding experts, VAs, business managers, all sorts, anybody who is really in the service-based business or wants to be. Some people that I I start working with, they don't even have a business when we start. Wow. That's fantastic. That, that That's really cool. So if you and I meet at a networking event, well, I hope we do one day, you know, we, we were talking, I shut my mouth, open my ears and I ask you, you know, what do you do for a living? What What's your reply to that? Well, I would say I help aspiring freelancers build healthier, happier, more profitable businesses. And I can pull in all of the tools that they need because I have built two successful freelance businesses of my own. And I've worked in hundreds of other businesses, both service-based, product-based and B2B enterprise businesses. Wow. That's fantastic. So when you, you work a lot Mm one-to-one, right? Okay. So when you're maybe in the discovery period, see if they really want to hire you, if you don't mind sharing some of that secret sauce that you have to maybe help them find their blind spot. Do you say find their blind spot? Yeah, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So oftentimes 
when people are thinking about a career transition, and actually this is very real and raw for me right now, because my husband's going through the same thing. He's been with FedEx for almost 20 years. He hits 20 years in June and he wants to do something on his own. He wants to be self-employed. And so we're looking at, okay, so what do you actually enjoy doing? What can you make money doing? And what are you so insanely interested and passionate about that this is something that if you are three years in, you're still in love with it and you're not going to burn out, get distracted and want to move on to something else. And oftentimes when people are are wrestling with this on their own, and actually I'm working with a a wonderful woman right now, she's in her fifties and she thinks that, you know, when we first started working together, she thought she couldn't make the change. Mm -hmm. And that was her blind spot. She goes, I I can't do anything other than data entry, which is what she's been doing for 20 years. Mm. And so we met and she, I'm saying, tell me about your life. Tell me about what you're good at. Tell me about what you're interested in. What are your hobbies? What relaxes you? And we realized she's actually a phenomenal writer. And so she was able to launch her freelance writing business in about three months because she already had a head start that she was blind to. She just thought, oh yeah, I'm I'm good at that. You know, I I write our our Christmas letter or or whatnot, but she didn't see that as a marketable skill. And so it's really my experience in so many different businesses gives me this great vantage point because there's really nothing that you cannot turn into a business. I have a friend who literally makes a living spinning basketballs on wine bottles. So nothing that you can't do. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) he's fantastic. That's awesome. That 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 is so unique. You're a breath of fresh air on the stuff because you're really helping people understand that there is more to them and that they yeah. can uh, find that passion and build a solid, profitable business out of it. That, that and fantastic. And not you know, I love that you said three year burnout because that's when people usually hit it because they're so yeah. passionate they grind, grind, grind. You know, there's yeah. someone like you that really can help them push through. So. While you're maybe in this discovery period, Ray, is there, you guys are kind of talking things out and whatnot. Is there any good question that you wish they would ask you, but never do? Oh, but never do. I don't know that there's a question that my clients never ask me because really when we work together, freelancing is a lifestyle. And so there's nothing that's off limits. If you want to have children and you're trying to become pregnant, that's going to impact your business and your business is going to impact your ability to provide for your family. Mm. If you want to travel a lot, if you have depression, anxiety, if you have a family of two or a family of 10, all of those are factors that go into building your business. And so there's really nothing that we don't touch on. Mm. And I think in kind of a reverse way of answering your question, mm-hmm. That's exactly what I would tell people is don't hold back, ask everything, ask anything. If there's something that you feel like, oh, I'm not going to be able to build this business or I'm not going to be able to freelance because of X, Y, Z, talk about it. Let's figure out how that piece needs to inform your business model. Because I guarantee you there is nothing that would be able to stand in your way of building a successful business. There's one man I work with. He's absolutely delightful, but he is um, almost paralyzed from the next down. So he really, he has a very limited mobility. He can't even type and he really can only sit and he can only sit upright for a certain number of hours a day. Mm. And yet still 
He has designed a business model that suits his life. It's not meant to be the other way around. You're not meant to grind it out and build a business just for the sake of it. Your business is supposed to support you and what you want out of life. Wow. Can you say, let's hear that again. Your business is to support you and what you want out of life, right? Exactly. Yeah. So how are you so wise at such a young age? (laughs) Well, you got to read the book. Okay. (laughs) I won't go into the whole long story. You can read the book. Wow. Okay. It, wow. That's, that's, that's impressive. That's, it just is. So have you seen the movie? You're a little bit younger, but have you seen the movie back to the future? Yes. Okay. Let's get that DeLorean with Marty McFly. Let's go back to the 17 or 18 year old Ray. Okay. What kind of knowledge nuggets with what you know now, yeah. would you drop on her to maybe help her not so much change anything, Ray, but mm. Shorten the learning curve, maybe level up a little bit quicker. Oh boy, that's a good question. Um, You know, like you said, I I wouldn't change anything. As absolutely not. As marred and painful as some parts of our pasts are, they make us who we are, and we needed to go through those those things in order to become who we are today. But I would say that. You know, early in my career, I'll I'll use air quotes for that. Early in my quote unquote career, (laughs) uh, when I was a 16, 17 year old freelance writer, I was writing high school and college papers for people. And I felt (laughs) hopefully for money. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. (laughs) And I know, of course, now that's not ethical, but that's what I was good at. I was so good at school that that's what I relied on, especially, Mm -hmm. you know, getting kicked out at 16, going to college at 17. I had to do something. And that's what I did. Mm. And I got really stuck in my head that I was a not legitimate writer because my experience was in academic writing only. And it took me longer than it should have to switch into the more marketable writing that I do today, like blog content, website content, marketing emails, brand messaging, all of that. Mm. Wow. Wow. So I got to ask you though, your you you said twice now you got kicked out of high school when college. So how did that work? I got kicked out of my house when I was Oh, 16. house. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm sure it's in yeah, the book. I, so I don't want to like. <laughs> yeah. get... And so I decided to drop out of high school when I was 16. And then I got a job at Starbucks, lied about my age, you know, signed off on my own work permit, all that. Wow. Um, and then <laughs> I went to uh, undergrad when I was 17 and finished that degree in three years. So I've always been a, a bit younger of, of all of my classes. Wow. That but. is, that's just damn impressive. Wow. Um, so how do you want your dash remembered that little line in between your incarnation date, and your expiration date, your life date and death date? Hopefully it's a long way down the road. How do you want your dash remembered? Oh, wow. That's a powerful question. I wasn't ready for that one. Um, You know, when I'm working one-on-one with someone and I do have group programs and I do have group workshops that we do every month and things like that, but it's, it's the one-on-one relationships where I see the light come on for people where they feel like it has been such a grind to get to where they are. And they've been working so hard. They're so tired. They just, they've almost lost hope that there's anything else out there. Mm. And then we have these conversations and we start to build this model that is completely custom to them. And when we figure out how much they need to charge, 
mm-hmm. how few clients they really need to get in order to hit their financial goals, mm-hmm. how reasonable and how doable it all seems. And then they actually start doing it and they realize they're capable. It's like this light goes off in their heads and their hearts up from their eyes. That it just, it's like they have new life. And if I can wow. do that for as many people as I can in between that carnation date, incarnation date, yeah. that date, then that would make me incredibly wow. proud. And you are young and planting, planting trees. You're never going to sit in the shade of that. That's, <laughs> That's fantastic, man. You, you, your tree has a lot of fruit on it. Say that tree with the most fruit bends to the ground and you're really helping people that are in stuck situations level up in, in, in better their life. And that, that I love, love hearing that, right? So what keeps you up at night? Time. <laughs> My calendar fills up. Yeah. I, I want to work with more people. I'm, I still very much am working on the balance of my two businesses because I love them both. And I've had coaches and mentors tell me, you know, shut down one, shut down the other, just go mm. all in on one. And I can't do that. People told I, me the same. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and you, yeah. you know, on the Chiron side, I'm helping people build those mm-hmm. self-employed businesses. Well, for me, my Cornell side is my self-employed business. So I want to continue walking the walk as I'm talking the talk. And I just cannot, I can't abandon either one. I want them both and I want to do them all all the time. (laughs) You'll merge them into something. I love love that. I mean, I've been a real estate broker since 1999 and I'm really good at it. But real estate to me is kind of like in a high school girlfriend where it'd be my first, my, I will always love her no matter what but I'm just not as passionate about it, but I won't let her go, you know? So I'm going to have my feet and it's a lot easier for me to hire somebody to do a lot of the work as I grow my, my coaching business. So I love, I love that you're passionate about both of them. You don't want to let either one go. And I, I actually can see, you know, as a coach's standpoint, you can merge them easy or keep them going parallel to each other. So then what do you think people misunderstand the most about you, right? I think because I have been freelance writing for 15 years and I have a much bigger reputation, especially in the subscription industry mm-hmm. with brands like Pretty Litter and uh, Vinebox. And um, I can list so many subscriptions that I have been so fortunate enough to work with, but that's really become my niche, my reputation as a professional. Mm. And so starting this new one. And it's, it's been four or five years now that I've been mentoring other freelancers and self-employed business owners, but not many people know that side of me. They Mm. just see me as the copywriters. They see me as the person to go to for the content (laughs) marketing strategy. And so that's the, I'm sorry, I forgot what your original question was. No, what what people might misunderstand. Misunderstand. Yes. It's, it is that, that dual balance. Having both of those passions, being able to serve both of those populations. I'm not just the writer. I'm not just the business mentor or the freelancing coach. I'm really both. And I feel like that's actually what gives me more of an edge because I'm still in the business that I'm coaching people in. That's, that's fantastic. So have you, do he, he might be actually, no, he's in San Antonio. Seth Erickson, does that ring a bell at all? He no, is a he actually wrote okay. this book. I'm kind of going through. He owns the company called Storify. Okay. And he's in Texas. Called he wrote a book called How to Hack Humans, which is <laughs> awesome because it's about how to write 
enticing emails and marketing mm-hmm. messages and stuff like that. I got to hook you guys up there in Texas. So, you know, you, you know, I always believe in the plus equals minus where you oh, yeah. find someone further ahead than you and learn from them, someone equal to you and trade and minus and help them level up. So definitely exactly. want to make that introduction. I will definitely do that. So let's take out of this equation, all anything electronic, anything technological, but what are three things that Ray can't live without? Um, I have pens all over my house. Um, ev- like literally everywhere. I even have a pencil in the shower that I use on a waterproof notepad. You because... never know where ideas are coming, right? Exactly. And they wow. always seem to come to me in the shower. <laughs> That's, so, me too. A hundred percent. And down. in the car when I'm driving yeah. on drives, you know? And so um, I would definitely say having pens everywhere. Also, even though there are so many great online project management tools and things, I still use a paper planner that I always have in front you. of me. It works <laughs> so, for you. That's awesome. Yeah. Exactly. And then um, I would also say water. water? I, okay. Whenever good. I start to feel like I can't focus, I can't get this project done. I'm hitting <laughs> a wall typically because I'm dehydrated. Dehydrated. Absolutely. I mean, what, 83% of our body's water or some jazz like that? I mean, without a doubt. I mean, I'm six foot one, I'm 260. I have to drink over a gallon a day for me to feel right, especially when two, three o'clock rolls around. I mean, again, I've told you my age is 50. So it's like, you know, it's like every morning I wake up because of all the combat sports and stuff that I played and competed in, like my body has like a check engine light, Mm, right? That kind of pops on every day and it's water after water after water. So which I, I love it now. And it's funny because I'll tell my people I coach, I'm like, get hydrated. I'm like, but I pee every five seconds. Not it. If you if you stay hydrated, you don't pee as much. You know what I'm saying? It's like, tell people, you got to do it. Oh, can you hear me? I can. Yeah, okay. we froze there for a second. Okay, no yeah. worries. No worries. So yeah. what is Ray's definition of a life well-lived? Life well-lived. So one of the things that I tell my freelancers, oftentimes they'll they'll have a goal. Mm-hmm. And after three months, we've hit that goal. Mm-hmm. Then they set another goal and we hit that six month mark and they've hit that goal. And they go, when is it ever going to end? Like, I, it feels like there's always more for me to do. And I say, yeah, of course there is. <laughs> That's the point of life. The point of yeah. life is to get as far as possible in your own personal evolution, whether that's mental, emotional, spiritual, physical, whatever's important to you. And for most of us, it's a combination of all of those things. It's how far can you get? It's about not to sound too cliche, you know, you can probably find this on a poster at Bed Bath & Beyond, but it's about the journey. It's about that process and that evolution and how efficient can you get at evolving yourself to another level. So a life well-lived for me is not one of stagnation and you need the plateaus. The plateaus in growth are great because that's when you can refine and optimize because everything settles down and you can start to see where the gaps are and you can start tightening those up before you go to the next level. But it's about not letting yourself settle. Wow, love it. Not stopping and just being committed to constantly evolving yourself. You know, for A-listers, that's what I call my business. For A-listers, the bottom of the top of one mountain is the bottom of the next. Yeah. You know, and just keep evolving, keep leveling up. That's why we say it here, leveling up. I love, love, love that you said that. So time to shine today. Podcast Varsity Squad, we are back. And Ray, you and I, if we ever connect and meet up, we could probably talk 15, 20 minutes on each one of these questions. But uh-huh. you have five seconds 
with no explanations, and they can all be answered that way, I promise you. Okay. Okay, you ready to level up? Ready. Don't be so serious. Smile that beautiful smile. It's fine. <laughs> We're going to have fun here. What is the best leveling up advice Ray's ever received? Received? Go for it. Just yes. do it scared. Perfect. Do it scared. <laughs> do it scared. I actually have that on my wall. Love it. Love it. So share one of your personal habits that contributes to your success. Meditating every morning, an hour. And drinking water. And drinking water. <laughs> so you see me, you know, walking down the street. I'm kind of in my doldrums, you know, other than the complete step-by-step -step process. What other book would you say, hey, Fergie, read this? Mm. Um, oh, it's uh, Vishen Lakiani's. Um, the Buddha and the Badass? Not that one. I did like that one, but it's um, the code. Oh, the extraordinary mind. The code of the yes. extraordinary mind. Yeah, great yes, book. The I code of the extraordinary stuff. mind. Yes, yes, fabulous. Good, good call. What's your most commonly used emoji when you text? Uh, the hard eyes. Yeah. I love everybody. <laughs> me too. Me too. Um, nicknames growing up. Um, Ray Ray uh, Ray Ban. <laughs> okay, very cool. Very cool. Chess, checkers, or Monopoly? Yes, definitely chess. Which one? Chess? chess. Okay, very good. So what's your go-to ice cream flavor? Butter pecan. All right, all right. That was so my quickest a, one yet. <laughs> there's a sandwich called the Ray Ray. What is on that sandwich? Um, turkey, avocado, bacon, onion, and Caesar dressing. You threw in some man candy, that bacon. I love it, love it, love it. So you could take a time machine. For one day, come back to present day, but for one day, would you go any time in the past or say 30 years in the future? 30 years in the future. Very cool. Very cool. Absolutely. Favorite charity and organization you like to give your time or money to? Mm, um, I have a couple. Wounded Warriors, for sure. Thank you. Um, also, the um, Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. They're one of the reasons that my grandma is one of the longest living survivors of leukemia in California. Thank you. I love both of those. Wounded Warriors is my gig too. I did. I was, I served. So it's kind of my thing. So last question, you can elaborate on this one, but what is the best decade of music? 60s, 70s, 80s, or 90s? 80s. Absolutely. Really? I, one of my, my actual, my very first concert was Metallica when I was eight years old. No way. Really? And yep. And I've been to uh, eight or nine of their shows and my okay. dad actually made friends with Kurt Hemet at one point. Okay. <laughs> and they're still in touch over text now. <laughs> I, I, I will send you a picture off, but like Hetfield and I just had beers a couple of weeks ago. No way. Yeah. So I know, oh the, know the guys, hey, I live in Jupiter, Florida. I or thought no. he doesn't drink now. Well, he drank the old duels. I had my regular. Gotcha. Okay. So, yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's funny. I saw them when I was young, and, like, they they always come to Florida, where I live. I live in basically paradise in Jupiter, Florida. So, like, Kid Rock is, like, six doors down. And, yeah. like, I get a lot of, you know, a lot of people that live here. And uh, it was fun. He had some really cool stories and stuff like that. And, it, yeah. It, yeah. Yeah. Master of Puppets was my jam back in – this is the 80s. And I was a teenager. So, at that time, so I just imagine – like 32, what year would that put you be born? Like late 80s, I was born early in 1990. 90s? Yep. I graduated and in 1990. Yeah. <laughs> great year. Good time. And I played drums as a kid and I secretly wanted to be Lars Ulrich. <laughs> Lars, nice, yeah. nice. Not a bad one to drum after. Fantastic. So how can we find you? 
Pretty much everywhere. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. And then of course my websites are where you can find all of my resources. So if you're looking to be a freelance writer, check out cornellcontentmarketing.com. I have guides, I have courses, I have SEO checklists that will teach you how to do everything that your clients are going to ask you to do. And then if you're looking to design a healthier, happier, more profitable freelance business, check me out at kyronconsulting.us. Love that. And all those will be in the show notes. Uh, for them to find you a little, little bit about the complete step-by-step process uh, for building a business that will support the life you desire. So uh, tell us a little bit. I know that you're a contributing writer, but still you're published. You're fantastic. Um, tell us a little bit about the book. So I think maybe you're thinking about two different things. So Oops, I do sorry. have an ebook out that's okay. the complete guide to building a successful freelance business. Ooh, um, okay. That is a free gift. You can find it on my website at kyronconsulting.us. Okay. Um, the book that came out is called Corporate Dropouts. And that's oh. an anthology of stories from women who were in corporate America and left and what it really takes to forge your own path and make your own way in the world. Wow. Wow. And like you're, that's the one you have the chapter in, right? Yes. I was a okay. contributing author for that one. So one of the chapters is mine. Got it. And what is the the heading of your chapter? What's the name of it? So mine is called the black sheep who became the alpha wolf. <laughs> it fits you perfectly. Thank Fantastic. You. <laughs> so one last ask of you here, but can you leave us with one last knowledge nugget we can take with us, internalize and take action? Oftentimes we see our weaknesses that society says are weaknesses, whether it's anxiety, depression, PTSD, the size or shape of your body, your physical abilities. And actually those are some of your greatest strengths when you decide to build your own business, build your own life and make your own rules. So anything that you've ever felt shitty about, I guarantee you, we can flip that on its head and make it something that you love about yourself. And I love that because they let a lot of outside influences make them feel shitty a lot of yeah. times because they they there's more to them. And sometimes their family members or friends that are loving on them, tell them they can't, that crab in a bucket thing, trying to pull them back in. And it sets up their weaknesses when really it's their strengths that need to be unpacked and adjust to the world. I love that you said that. And squad, we had just gotten an awesome, basically free masterclass. Uh, from my good friend Ray here, you know, she went to college early, you know, and then worked in the the corporate mental health world, but understood that like kind of punching a clock and living under somebody's rules was not her thing. Not that she's so much a rebel, but she's somebody that, you know, saw and wanted to unpack the things within her lifestyle to, to address the world. You know, you know, she found her creative outlet through freelance writing and she wants to help you do the same. So if you are, you know, you feel that you might have a creative side, or even if you don't feel you have a creative side, let us make a warm introduction to Ray to, to help her unpack and see if she can bring it to the surface and maybe even bring her on as one of her clients. That would be awesome because she reminds us, you know, freelancing is a lifestyle. It's just not something that you do and kick back and say, you know, I freelance today or, you know, played a round of golf and that that's it. Or, you know, that's, it's not that freelancing is a lifestyle terrain and it is to you as well. If you're wanting to build your business, because you're going to have to have the right marketing that's, that's put out there. And, you know, and she reminds us that their businesses are supposed to support us, to support our endeavors, not just the money, but also the passion, the feelings that go into living a leveled up life. You know, she loves, loves, loves to see others succeed. She's actually more interested in hearing your story than telling hers to you. 
And that's something that at her age, I know I've called her young, but seriously, early thirties, <laughs> that's awesome. Awesome to really hear. You know, if you're kind of stuck, get your asking gear, get out there, ask questions, find a mentor. She, she'll tell you that. And like, you know, again, here, we believe that, you know, mentoring, the more you mentor, the more immortal you become. Okay. You're passing it forward. You're getting it out there. And again, I'm going to reiterate that Ray is planting trees. She's never going to sit in the shade of, and she, she breaks down her system in an inch by inch. It's a cinch. And by the yard, it's hard. We say that she'll break it down inch by inch. So you can really help grow that side of your business. You know, lastly, she reminds us that what society sees as our weaknesses and they, they pour that into you and it kind of brings you down. Remember, that's probably your strength and that needs to be unleashed to the world and get out there and do it. And Ray, you level up your health, you level up your wealth, you're humble, yet you're hungry and curious. And you've earned your varsity squad letter here at Time to Shine today. Thank you so much for coming on. I absolutely love your guts. And I can't wait to collaborate with you in the future, my friend. Thanks so much, Scott. This has been awesome. You bet. Bye now. Hey, thanks so much for listening to this episode of Time to Shine Today podcast. Probably brought to you by Sutter and Nugent Real Estate, real estate excellence, who can be reached at 561-249-7266 and online at www.sutterandnugent.com. If you are a business owner or professional who would like to be interviewed on Time to Shine Today, please visit timetoshinetoday.com slash guest. If you like this episode, please subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you get your podcasts. There's a link in the show notes to our website. Also there, you will see our recommended resources. We hope that you will support our show by supporting them. If you like what you've been listening to, it'd be great if you could just give us a five-star rating and tell your friends how to subscribe while you're at it. I'm your host, Scott Ferguson, and until next time, let's level up. It's our time to shine.